It's time for another episode of Mainly Modifieds, where ground pounders and northeast speed freaks come to get their radio fix on. Let's join the Race Chaser Media crew in the studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mainly Modifieds, the podcast about well, you guessed it, Modifieds. Uh, and this week again, we feature the Smart Modified Tour. We actually are going to hear from the most recent winner on the Smart Modified Tour, Joey Coulter. Uh, and we look forward to getting to that in just a moment. My name is Todd Baker. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. I hope that uh, you will uh, not only engage and comment on the podcast, but also if you would take a moment to actually share the podcast, uh, that would be awesome. We'd like to make the party bigger here each episode. So um, I would appreciate uh, you taking the time to share it to your audience and uh, get all your friends who are modified fans to tune in as well. Um, and again, we're going to talk to Joey here. It's an interview that actually uh, I did on my lead lap show on Race Chaser Radio this past Monday, um, Joey uh, talked about not only the modified win at Florence, but gave some background on how all that came together. Uh, and also we talked about uh, his driver coaching program that he has, a really nice program that he's got going there. And uh, so we're going to hear from him. And then once we're done with that, uh, we're going to have some conversation about what's coming up at Caraway on Saturday night. Um, and then we've got one more uh, smart tour show to talk about as well. And that's another show at Florence. We'll get to all of that in due course. But right now, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, hear from Joey Coulter. And again, this is uh, repurposed from the uh, Lead Lap show on Monday night that I did. Uh, Joey and I spent about half an hour together, so uh, I, I basically just uh, cut it out, and we were going to just drop it in here. And so for the next half hour or so, uh, I hope you enjoy the interview with Joey Coulter. And then once we come back from that, we'll tell you what else is coming up on the Smart Modified Tour. But first, here's Joey Coulter. Joey Coulter, Joey uh Joey did something that I, boy, I got to tell you, um, I've always thought very highly of Joey's driving ability, but man, um, one does not just get in the modified for the first time, set a track record and win a smart tour race, but doggone Joey, you, you went and did it at Florence Motor Speedway. What in the world was that? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm still not really sure. That was, um, <laughs> you don't get weekends like that very often, um, you know, I, I coach a lot of drivers, and I tell them a lot that you know we're we're always looking for, we're always chasing that perfect you know win practice, win qualifying, win your heat race, whatever it is, just win, 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 win. And but I always tell them I'm like the chances of you getting close to that kind of a weekend are are slim just because there's always so many variables. But man, we just Randy gave me such a good car. Um, he, he played the strategy right with the tires and, and telling me when to, when to hold and when to go. Um, it just, the whole weekend just snowballed the right direction for us. And, and when it came time to, to go, to go execute, we were in the right position and, and we got it done. Okay. So let's set the table a little bit here for our audience. So the smart modified tour relaunched a little over a month ago after being on hiatus for about uh, 15, 16 years. And they've run one race at Caraway, 
and they were supposed to have another one this it, this uh, two weeks ago, but it rained out, so they postponed it to this coming Saturday. So they had a race scheduled at Florence this this past Saturday, two days ago, Florence Motor Speedway in South Carolina, um, and uh, expecting twenty plus cars. They got nineteen, which was still really really good, biggest field of the year, um, and. So along comes Joey Coulter, who nobody expected. Now, how does did you just kind of wake up one day and go, hey, I think I'll go race a modified? Or how did this all work? Because I heard no pre-race banter about you being there. Talk about the genesis of how you how you got there and ran for the first time. What what all got that started? Uh, so basically, you know, we've we've had a, a really long relationship with Randy Renfro. He's he's taking care of the uh, pavement late model uh, Colton Motorsports yeah. team and the driver development stuff for years. And um, he uh, he was he went to go pick up. Uh, I believe he was picking up a new Fury Super, um, or excuse me, LFR, and uh, whoever he was with or whoever he went to see had this. LFR modified sitting there <laughs> and it, it was brand new. It's never been raced. And, oh, wow. and uh, so Randy started talking to the guy. It's, it's the chassis is three years old, but it had never been raced. Um, so Randy talked to the guy, they worked out a deal and Randy just bought it um, for himself. <laughs> oh. And uh, so over the, over the last year, he's been putting it together and stuff like that. So he got it together. And uh, a couple weeks ago, he knew I was coming in town and he said, Hey, I'm going to go rent Hickory you can shake down the super and then test this modified. I'm like, yeah, all right, <laughs> let's do it. And, uh, so we tested at Hickory and, you know, he talked to a few people and we talked about the lap times that we ran and everybody was like, Oh my God, that's fast. Like he's never driven one. No, that was, that was my first 30 laps in one. And, uh, so basically it just kind of worked out schedule wise where he's like, well, they're running at Florence. Do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> um, and that was that was literally it. There was there was no no prior planning other than just that test at Hickory. Wow. Um, as a matter of fact, I um, I had some some family issues that had me in Florida, North Carolina, um, and then my daughter and I drove from North Carolina all the way back to Texas on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I got on a plane Friday morning and, and flew back to Charlotte to drive to Florence. So it was all extremely last minute that's incredible so when you got in the car at hickory what was that like because you've driven so many different kinds of cars between dirt and pavement but never driven a modify what was it like to finally strap into one of those puppies uh it was it was unreal the first thing was is i had to make myself self stop watching the left front upper control arm um because (laughs) usually in anything I've ever driven, if I can see the upper control arm moving, I have call, I have been involved in something. Oh. <laughs> you know, everything I've ever driven had fenders on it except okay. for a go kart. That makes so sense. I've I've never been used. I've never seen that. You know, so what? You know, having to kind of zone out the tire deflection and the a frames moving was was kind of a weird thing um and then just the amount of grip i've never driven anything with tires that big um and now that i have there's no reason that anything should not have 15 inch tires on it. <laughs> um it's just amazing and, and even at a place like hickory that is 
is known for being worn out. Yeah. Um, I was amazed with how much more grip I had in that compared to the super. Um, it really, really blew my mind. I had to do, had to make a lot of changes, um, in my driving style, which, um, it's kind of funny. It ended up at least mentally driving wise was a lot more similar to my dirt late model, uh, than the paper. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because, because you're, you're using the grip that you have, right? You've got all this, you've got all this tire that's giving you all this extra side bite and extra side force, um, or the little bit of side force you get from the body, but you're getting all the extra side bite with the tires on dirt. Your side bite comes from the air on the side of the car and, and loading the right side tires with the bars. Wow. So the more that you drive, the harder you drive the cars in, the more you're using that, that grip from those tires. So, you know, obviously with the horsepower, the hard part is making them go forward without spinning a tire. And if you pick the throttle up too early, you either push the nose or you blow the rear tires off, right? So by using that extra side bite and getting getting the car to roll farther around the corner, you can leave straighter and faster, which is essentially in some cases, how you drive a dirt late model. You have to get from the bad part of the race. You have to get from the good part of the racetrack through the slick part back to the part with the grip. And the only way to do that is momentum and speed to keep that side bite. So I don't know if that made any sense. But no, it did. That's, it's, uh, that was the ticket for me. It was very, that was actually a very, uh, very well done description. Um, but still to go out and set a new track record, I mean, that had to just blow your mind. It was like, wow, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about easy. I, I told, uh, I told Randy, uh, you know, cause it, it took me, I took my time getting out of the car a little bit. Um, because that was the first time I've ever finished qualifying where if I let go of the wheel, my hands were shaking a little bit. Oh, wow. Um, because it was just, it was so intense. Um, again, because I've never driven something with that much grip at that speed. Um, and it just, uh, it, it was, it was intense. It was, it, it took, it was, I was holding my breath a little bit, especially the second lap. Um, cause he, I had Randy called out my lap time on the first lap and it, I think it was a seventeen eleven, And I, I knew the pole was going to have to be an O or better. Um, and I just, I gave it everything I had down the backstretch and getting through three and four. It was, I felt like it was a really, really good corner. Um, and then he said it was a 1695. I had no idea what the track record was. I didn't even know that there was a track record because um, I was kind of under the impression that the modified had never raced there. Not in a while, uh, but they have. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a complete surprise. But, um, you know, again, Randy gave me such a good car that it, it was kind of my it was my weekend to, to screw it up, you know. <laughs> well, it seemed like you had. Uh, a, a pretty near flawless race. Talk about the race a little bit. Yeah, it was, you know, everybody was, uh, was really worried about tire wear, which that was my biggest unknown. Um, because I've never felt again, I've never raced on tires that big. So I don't know how they wear out or what it feels like when they start wearing out. Um, so I, you know, I talked to some guys, uh, you know, Tim Brown was a, was a big help when it came to that. Uh, we parked like right next to him basically. And, you know, he kind of gave me his experience with him. And, uh, Brandon Ward, who I've known for years, is late model stuff. 
yeah, yeah, he talked to me some before we started practice. So I, was, I gathered some information and, you know, kind of kept that in the back of my head. But uh, I just really, the, the, the biggest advantage I had there was Randy knowing me so well and knowing, you know, if I tell Randy I'm going at 30%, he knows exactly what 30% is. Um, you know, so there was tons of communication back and forth between my pace, leader's pace, guy behind me, all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, we just kind of rode, kept, stayed out of trouble. Um, I'd test the car every, every 10 or 15 laps to see the kind of pace that it really had. Um, and as soon as I did, Randy would yell at me to slow down. (laughs) Um, so we just, we just played our cards. We, we, we played it safe and pitted. Uh, when everybody else pitted, at least most everybody else pitted, um, I think really the best option was to wait. Um, but like I told Randy, I'd rather play it not knowing how this is going to work. I'd rather pit with the guys that know what they're doing than, than try to go off on our own deal. Right. Um, and then, uh, had a restart. Um, I think it was, we bunched up and I knocked the four car around, which just, you know, re- typical restart deal. Um, so I've, Felt pretty bad about that because it was just a silly deal on a restart. But other than that, we kept our nose clean and uh, just kept creeping our way back into position. And uh, with with about 20 laps to go, Randy said, "Get out! Like go get the lead." I got the lead, 10 to go. He said, "Get out of here!" And and that was that. We were able to to get out front and and keep it up there long enough. That's a pretty easy uh, trigger to understand if you're a driver. Get out of here. Uh, go yeah, away. Yeah. Go really fast. Full out. Um, let her eat. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll be back with more of the show. We've got more with Joey coming up in just a moment. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A route one just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. 
If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorcustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. We've got Joey Coulter with us on the Strutmasters hotline, and um, we'll go back and talk to Joey here. I saw something on social media, but uh, I'll save that for after, kind of distracting me there coming out of the break, but I'll read it later on. Joey, uh uh, picked up the win at Florence Motor Speedway in the Smart Modified Tour 99-lap event. Um, Smart Chevrolet. Um, a, that's a, I'll tell you what, to, to, to go and do that the way that you did, um, Joey, just, I mean, that has to be one of the craziest things you've ever done in your career, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it really was. It's like it, it, the more that I look at it, the more crazy it is in my head because you know i've i've been extremely fortunate to race a lot of different cars at a lot of different racetracks sure and i've had i've had success in a lot of them um but like the last couple years i haven't raced that much um i think i ran five races total last year and that race at florence was the third time i'd been in a race car this year um but what i'm finding is is that the the process that I go through every time I race or even test, um, that's what keeps me fresh enough to be able to just kind of get in a car and figure things out, figure the track out, start getting feedback and help tune it up. Um, and that's, that's what goes into that driver refined program that I have. And that's what I try to teach, you know, younger up and coming drivers is that, that those tools, that, that process to keep yourself prepared, and to prepare yourself going into a situation that you've never been in before. Speaking of that program, I was just uh, looking uh, at at that uh, as you were giving me that last answer. I want to transition to that because I I think what you're doing is great, and um, you do it a little differently than a lot of the other driver coaches that I know, and and I've worked with a lot of younger drivers as well on the mental side of. Um, of the game and then teaching them the marketing and media side. Um, more and more, Joey, I feel like this sport has become about mental preparation and the not just your overall attitude, but specifically your attitude about, you know, a, a race or a racetrack, you know, or a situation 
within the sport, you've you've got to basically show up at the track with a clear head and a confident mind in order to be successful. Talk about how you go through um, preparing someone from sort of the mental standpoint and what your program consists of. Uh, I mean, basically, the the nuts and bolts of the program is is this this driver debrief sheet that. Yep. Um, for the most part, it's the same across any car, any series, you know, and then depending on the driver and what they're racing, I'll, you know, we'll fine tune a few things. Um, but, but that's basically where everything lives is, is in that debrief. And once the driver fills the debrief out, we go back through it section by section. And there's certain things that I look for. Um, and that when I read them in the driver's feedback, you know, I'll, have follow-up questions and we'll dive into stuff and kind of find the root cause of, of an issue. And it, and it, and it all, it's always different, but it, it could be a communication thing. It could be a handling thing. It can be a driver thing. Um, but the point is, is when you, when you get used to that process of breaking things down in that way, when you go work with a new crew chief or get in a different car or a different track, the process is the same. You're just changing right. where you're doing it. And what what drivers I find realize after a few weeks is that their own local track, going back there in the you know you race there in the spring, then you go in the middle of the summer, it's just as different as it is going to a brand new track. You just know where the pit gate is, you know. So when they start to realize how many things actually change and how many things don't change, it just becomes a rhythm, and that's that was my approach to this modified race. You know, I had driven a few laps. So I knew from Hickory that I knew, I knew where to start. Right. Um, we went out there. Uh, I watched the, I, I watched the cars race, um, at Florence the week before I watched the restarts where they moved around on the track, what worked, what didn't work. And then kind of use that for my race strategy. Um, and then once I got there, I just immediately started smashing all of that together um, with what I was getting real time at the track um, and communicating with Randy and, again, watching other drivers. And it just It just fell into that process. Um, and because it's so procedural, I don't worry about never being there or never doing this or never doing that. I've never done it, so I automatically know that I'm not going to know everything that the other competitors do sure um but knowing everything that that doesn't really help in race because things always change so adaptation and and being able to to procedurally go through whatever you're dealing with that's where the magic is and that that's the stuff that i that's what i do every time i drive and that's what i push that's what i teach in the driver refined program and what got you started with that in the first place what gave you the idea that I want to be a driver engineer, as Ross Bentley likes to call those uh, who do that sort of thing. Uh, it was kind of just a, an offhand conversation that I was having with, with Spencer Gallagher when I was racing at GMS. Um, he happened to walk in my office one day while I was filling out a debrief because I've always used the process. Like I've always had these debriefs um, that I've done with myself to, to help learn keep up with and all that and we started talking about it and i kind of took him through the process and he's like dude you should you should turn this into a business like you could really help people and i'm like you think so and so we had a conversation and 
uh, about 30 minutes later, I started writing ideas down and um, was doing it on my own for a little bit. And then uh, I guess about a year and a half, almost two, well, yeah, this year PRI show would be two years. Um, I partnered up with Austin Terrio and we started uh, started Driver Fine. Well, uh, great partner to have for sure. Um, yeah, Austin definitely. Is, Austin is, uh, I've known Austin a while and just a quality individual as well as a, a really, really good racer that I, man, I just hate that it's never fully developed for him because I know that he could have um, stuck in cup at a very high level for a long time, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just not, you know, and, and for you as well, really, sometimes it's ultimately not the Lord's plan, I guess. And, and you, you know, you try to follow where, where the, the path goes and, um, you know, the two of you are perfect for that, this kind of a thing, I think. Um, and it sounds like you're really enjoying it too. Yeah, it is. It's been great. And, and working with Austin's a, a, a real treat because he's just, he's, uh, in a lot of ways, like our driving styles and our approach to driving is, is a little bit different. Um, but the way that we approach helping another driver is, is very similar. Um, and we're just, he, he's, calm cool and collected you know very analytical when it comes to a lot of things which is to me to to really teach someone this program that's that's the way you have to be because it you know it it just turns it all into kind of this this big math problem and you just start checking variables off and at the end of the weekend if you've got more variables checked off than everybody else you're probably going to have a shot at winning uh, and then at that point, it's just falling back on your fundamentals to to make it work and execute and go to victory lane, hopefully, if it all works out. Okay, so if someone wants to check out uh, your program, how do they find you, uh, website and all of the various social media info? And then I want to get back to talking about the modified for a minute. Yeah, um, to, the best way to get in touch with me is uh, my Facebook page, uh, the Joey Coulter Facebook page um, on Twitter at Joey Coulter. Um, Driver Fine also has a Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. It's just at Driver Fine or Facebook.com slash Driver Fine. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Shoot us a message. Um, now's the time to get started with all of that stuff before the off season gets here. Absolutely. Okay, back to the modified for a minute while we have a, a minute or so left in this, uh, in this segment. Uh, to keep you, so you you went and won your first time out. Now, um, the the rumor mill says there may be another modified race before the year's out, um, and we know that they're, the the Smart Tour is going to have a huge season next year. Their first full season back. Uh, how much more can we see Joey Coulter in the modified? Have you gotten the bug bad enough to want to go back and do some more? Yeah, I I think it's something we're going to keep doing. Um, Sweet. You know, looking at the big picture between those cars, you know, the pavement late models and the dirt stuff. Um, you know, our dirt program, we, we kind of tried the big national touring stuff with some big-name drivers, and things didn't quite go our way for one reason or another. So we're kind of scaling that back to where I can run more and, and run it more regionally. Um, you know, kind of kind of shrink our circle a little bit, but but go run up the batting average because um, at the end of the day, winning is the really fun part. Right. Um, so yeah, like right now, the, the, I guess you could say the goal is to, to run that modified more and then run some dirt races uh, as well. Because like I said, I feel like those two cars really play on each other uh, really well. 
Well, that's uh, that's exciting. It'll be great to have you in the modified more. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, following the tour very closely. Uh, I grew up at Oswego Speedway up in New York with super modifieds and modifieds, and um, you know, and thrilled to see the Smart Tour back. Congratulations on a big, big win. Um, had to be one of uh, your career highlights to this point, I would imagine. Yes, definitely, definitely was. Um, and then, like I said, I, all of the work that I've put in on the on the coaching side and like that process and, and everything I do is what I teach. It's not, you know, selling something I don't use and to, to put it to a test like that and then have it work out um, was just, that meant the world to me. And then again, being able to, to drive a car for Randy and, and have him, you know, him give me such a great car and then go show everybody how good his car was. Um, that was just, uh, that just made it even better. Well, uh, it was a great race for you and uh, uh, for everyone. Good, solid turnout. Uh, glad to have you on the show with us. Thanks for taking the time. We look forward to having you back again when we can talk more about your program. Yeah, thanks again. I, I really appreciate it, and uh, but be glad to be on any time. That is Joey Coulter, back with more of the show right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? 
Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to Mainly Modifieds as uh, we carry on with this week's podcast. And here's the good news. There is another Smart Modified Tour race tomorrow night. As I finish this up on Friday, uh, they are racing Saturday night at the Caraway Speedway, the Smart 99, presented by PRA Tours taking place uh, at Caraway and a nice entry list shaping up. Definitely, uh, Gary Putnam was the first entry for uh, that particular race that's coming up tomorrow night. We've got Jamie Tomano, the Jersey Jet, going to be back uh, racing with us once again. Jason Myers in the number four is on the entry list. Tom Buzzy in the Flying Five, also a part of the entry list. Uh, Brian Lofton, who won the opening race at uh, Caraway this season, is on the list as well. Mike Norman is confirmed with his number 12. Um, we've got uh, Kevin Orlando making uh, his Caraway debut of the series. Uh, he is uh, he was there at Florence and unfortunately uh, had a bout with the wall. He's going to try to uh, keep the double zero off the wall this time at Caraway and uh, he will be running with us. And in the 79, now this is really interesting to me, and I think this bears watching. We've seen James Savali uh, as the driver of that car for most of uh, the shows. Well, not this weekend. James Savali not able to attend the weekend's event, so Bradley McCaskill gets an opportunity in the seat of the 79, uh, one of the top racers in uh uh, Eastern North Carolina and a former NASCAR Weekly North Carolina State Champion. He's got tons of uh, track championships, wins. Bradley McCaskill making his first start uh, for Hillbilly Racing in the 79 this weekend at Caraway. Daniel Yates in the 18 had a nice run at Caraway uh, about a month ago in, in the first event. Picked up the uh, Carolina Drilling Highest Finishing Non-Winner Award. Uh, and uh, he could be one to watch uh, Saturday night for sure. Brody Jones, another driver who is uh, going to be with us for the first time at Caraway on Saturday, and it'll be interesting to see how uh, he performs in his first uh, outing with his number 92. Uh, who else we got? Daniel Beeson on the entry list with the 44. Daniel uh, also ran very, very well, finished 10th, um, in the first show at Caraway, looking to better that this time uh, with his number 44 car. We've got John Smith on the entry list, that beautiful green and white number 25. Bobby Miesmer in the 14 also entered for this weekend. As of this show, 13 cars entered. Looks like uh, we might be able to get uh, 14, 15 cars for the event at Caraway. Now, here's the... Uh, how the day is going to work at Caraway for those of you wondering when everything's going to start. Uh, well, uh, for the drivers, registration and inside pit passes, uh, 
go off at 1 o'clock. The pit gates open officially at 2. Uh, trackside parking gates will open at 3. Uh, it's $20 if you want trackside parking uh, this Saturday at Caraway. Um, of course, uh, the smart tire draw and tire selection at 2.15. Practice begins at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon. And then uh, grandstands open at 5, qualifying at 6 for the Smart Tour. Um, and then the pre-race gets underway at 6.45. And the first feature rolls off at 7 o'clock on Saturday night at Caraway. The U-Cars will be up first, uh, followed by the 602 Super Lates, the Mini Stocks, the Smart Modified Tour, uh, and then the Limiteds and Challengers and the 602 Mods to end the program at Caraway this Saturday. So should be a fun event. Looking forward to it. And, of course, you can keep your eye on the Smart Modified Tour Facebook page. We'll be doing social media basically all day long, updates throughout the day, uh, some Facebook Lives and uh, updates on uh, information, qualifying. uh, And, of course, uh, we'll keep you up to date um, as the race goes off, if you can't be there, you can at least uh, watch the page, and we'll have some updates throughout the race on that page and some post-race uh, stuff as well. Looking forward to all of that. Going to be a nice night for racing at Caraway. So uh, come on out if you can and uh, be a part of the show. If you can't make it, again, keep your eye on the Smart Modified Tour Facebook page. Now, also announced, Smart Modified Tour back to Florence on November the 21st, I believe is the date. And uh, that's part of their big uh, season closing weekend there. And that's going to be fun. Uh, it's that this is going to be a really big race. Uh, the first race at Florence this past uh, weekend got rave reviews. 19 cars were there. Uh, some great racing all day long. Of course, we heard from Joey Coulter, uh, who kind of, uh, showed up unannounced, more or less. Uh, didn't even know he was going to do it till uh, almost the last minute, a few days before testing the car and then uh, jumping in it and going racing. And uh, we know that he came out with a win. Um, Joey, uh, Joey not going to be at Caraway, uh, but I would imagine that he will be back at Florence again um, on the 21st and should have a healthy field of cars. At, at that point, everybody is uh, uh, everybody is uh, available, basically, because all the other, well, the rest of the racing is pretty much shut down by that point. So uh, I think that uh, it's going to be a, a big weekend at Florence coming up in November. And, of course, uh, much more information on that as uh as the the next couple of weeks go by and uh things get closer we'll have a lot of announcements about that should be a lot of fun so uh that's where we are at right now with the smart modified tour next week on the podcast we are going to wrap up uh caraway and we're also going to uh have some conversation about uh, the upcoming show at florence uh, we'll have uh, some some driver audio from Caraway and working on uh, a guest from the New England area, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour as well. Of course, they um, bring their season to 
uh, a close here and a big race at Stafford uh, this weekend as well. So we're going to try to get you updated on everything that's been going on up north uh, and hopefully have some uh, sound there. So it should be a full show next week on Mainly Modifieds. So this show we've kind of kept uh, a bit uh, to a minimum because uh, we're preparing for Caraway tomorrow night. So uh, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this and hope that you enjoyed hearing from Joey Coulter. Uh, looking forward to next week's Mainly Modifieds. And if you're going to be at the track on Saturday night, I hope to see you there. Uh, and again, Stay focused on the Smart Modified Tour Facebook page and um, working on some updates with the southernmodifieds.com website as well. Uh, Bobby has been uh, gracious enough to uh, serve as a vessel for information as well. So uh, southernmodifieds.com, make sure you go visit uh, him and uh, we'll have more info on that site as uh, time goes along as well looking forward to uh, working with Bobby uh, as we go into the 2021 season um, and uh, should be a fun season I, I've I've heard some rumors I'll just leave it at that and uh, you know obviously everything's still kind of um, in limbo in terms of uh, nothing definitive yet but uh, I expect that over the next four to six weeks um, it's going to be a busy time for the Smart Modified Tour as uh, uh, everything gets put into place, the organization itself, and then also um, the details of what the 2021 season is going to look like. And I can assure you, it is going to be a huge year for modified racing in the Carolinas area. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. Until next week, I hope to see you at Caraway, but if not... Um, join me on the Smart Modified Tour Facebook page for updates uh, all day long tomorrow from Caraway from uh, probably 1 o'clock forward or so. Um, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up on Mainly Modifieds next week along with some uh, information and hopefully some sound from the north as well as we continue to bring these Mainly Modified podcasts to you and try to keep you updated with everything that's going on in uh both New England and in the South for modified racing. I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening. Please remember to share the show so we can uh, build the party here to uh, a bigger and bigger amount as we go forward. Please take some time to uh, like, comment, and share, and uh, look forward to being back with you next week on Mainly Modifieds. Until then, so long. You've been listening to Mainly Modifieds, the show where ground pounders and northeast speed freaks come to get their radio fix on. The show is available on demand by searching Race Chaser Radio on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, and most other major podcast platforms. Visit RaceChaserMedia.com for more unique motorsports stories and radio content. And follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.